Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, this is Rick from TC Paintball. You're listening to The Eric Zane Show, a show where the host makes the audience create intros, complains about them, and then refuses to play the correct ones. And now, because I'm required to, here's Eric Zane. Like shit. Face off puffy. Oh good drunk. You just heard Rick from TC Paintball at the start there. And uh, Rick is kinda like a uh... just uh kind of a catastrophe. And and I say this. Because now, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you can't really see it, but I'll explain it to you because I'm pretty great. Uh, I'm wearing this really nice hoodie that Rick gave me. And it has a, it's, it's a hoodie that has like this uh, lace up the top of it, just below the neck. You can lace it up and um i'll run it through the uh, washer and this big lace it's like a hockey thing i think that's what they're going for <laughs> they they come undone and so it's all they're uneven and and it's like uh, of the uh six little eyelets only 3 have lace going through it so it looks ridiculous and you know i've never really been a slave to fashion but i guess this drives rick nuts when he sees me wearing his gear or any type of gear that has this type of lace-up shit and if it isn't like perfect not only will he get mad if it's not uh if the laces don't go through it appropriately, but they have to be like evenly spaced out so that if they're hanging, they have to be, one can't be higher than the other. Now, I don't care. And well, for me, what moves the meter is when people are reacting to something I've done and it makes them agitated. I don't know if you know that about me, but that I get great joy out of being annoying. That, as soon as I figured out at age one, one second that when you do something that people don't like, they respond in a way that's awesome. And it makes me very happy. 
So wash, rinse, repeat for now. 51 years and seven months and two days. I guess technically this is my 52nd year. Yeah, so that makes sense. 51 years. I don't know. I don't know how ages work. It might be 53. Who cares? The point is, uh, and and apparently this, uh, the Portland peanut, this he doesn't like that either. Our very own uh, little buddy on the show who writes, fix the fucking laces. I think the idea of, um, of the whole storyline about being so thoroughly enamored with Patriot Nick and his how teeny weeny he is is going to continue for the rest of the week and beyond. I think he's stuck with that. I I, I cannot tell you. Um, my God, the re- when I had that revelation that that Nick was such a little little fella, just a just a cutie patootie he is. Holy cow! And I think I'm taller than him. I really do. Now I I know you're always you're like well wait a minute Zane you're 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 that little too I know but I don't I don't ever realize it I don't even if I look in the mirror I am not little the only time I think that I'm little is when I see like uh, a video of myself and then I'm like gosh God you are a little shit but when my eyes saw that adorable little pipsqueak on my uh, on my porch I uh. My God, the question, I wonder if he's furry like Saul, who, okay, Saul is an elf because he's slight and he's teeny weeny. Nick is, is, is thick like a dwarf from Lord of the Rings. And plus, and, and Kate says right there, the beard, he's got that, 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 that general ratty appearance to him, which, you know, that, that le- he could, if there was a casting call for yet uh, like a, like a reboot of Lord of the Rings, they would see you and be like, oh my God, we don't even need CG for this guy. CGI. Because, you know, he's already, he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's already that way. He's perfect. Holy shit. Sarah says we need a pick of Jason Schaefer, the polite troublemaker, next to our little peanut. Zilshin says he'd be the new Grimly. That's Gimli. Gimli. Get it right. All right. A lot to get to today. Um, First of all, The show comes to you each and every weekday at about the same time from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you for being here. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan. Baldwin, Michigan. Not super far north, but north enough. Okay. Um, Dear Meathead, if you have a uh, last-minute question that you want to send along, I I do have a number of them, but I still like to. uh, Don't let that slow you down. If something is burning on your brain, send it. It could be moved right to the front of the line. Otherwise, I will stockpile them 
for upcoming episodes of Dear Meathead. I'd like to have several in the queue. If you're listening to this later on, uh, rack your brain and send along a question for any point. It's what we call evergreen. We can go back to it. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everything on this show is sponsored. It has to be. That's how I eat. Um, March 8th is going to be a great day. And you're like, what? What's going on? We're 29 days away from March 8th. And I am already looking forward to it. This comes back to what I said moments ago when I talked about how I love annoying people. Some would call it trolling them. Being a pain in the ass. 29 days from today at about 6 p.m. I'll be like, oh, thank God it's over. Did you guys know, and I haven't told you yet uh, what the hell I'm talking about. Did you know that you cannot hope that a group of people congregating uh, get bombed on Facebook. Are you aware of that? Did you know that if there was like a group of people and you said, I hope we bomb them, that that will trigger uh, uh, some type of alert at Facebook Central? Yes. It happened again. Thirty days in the hole. Ooh, thirty days in the hole. Banned again from Facebook. And I was doing so well. I think I'd gone several weeks without an incident. I'd been minding my P's and Q's, uh, not swearing, trying to not be disrespectful. Yet I, w- I would be snarky. But... um I wasn't being disrespectful. And as you know, uh, I like to um, post um, headlines and that, uh, that, uh, that, that enrage people and incite them. And uh, yesterday was no exception. And it's always the same people, the same boneheads who get uh, butt hurt. And I, I, I just get joy out of it. I just love it. I, I post it, and then I let um, people jump in there, and then they fight amongst themselves about whatever it is that I posted. Sometimes it's everyone is against me, and that all makes me smile. I love it. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm intentionally doing that. So then when I write, uh, well, yeah, I can share it with you. This is the post right here, this one. Magamum Overdrive. Anti-vax truckers ruin world. Now, I know there's more to that story. Okay, I, I, I get it. But I also know that this is going to stir the pot. Of course I know there's more to it than that. Do I want these people to all get bombed? Yes! 
So I write Magamum Overdrive, anti-vax truckers ruin world. Here's the story. And then a little plug for myself, some hashtags, picture of this hillbilly. Here's the link to the story. Not a ton of activity. I usually, most people that when I uh, have learned to just ignore me. So, uh, you know, there's off usually horrible ratios. Uh, Rob, who always gets butt hurt. Zane, you use to be my hero until you became like CNN with misleading headlines like this for clickbait. Come on, you're better than this. Get out of your funk. Uh, Tim told me to don't be a douche. He says, don't be a douche. Zane's career has pretty much boiled down to sharing cuckish, which I'm not sure what that means. Clickbait lefty stories. Uh, and then our very own pal, close to the show, Inner Circle, Chris K writes, and yet here you are. This guy, Dominic Fuller, he's always here. He always bites hard. Um, okay, so no big deal. Jim starts getting into like serious debate, which I don't want to get into. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. And uh, so this goes back and forth. Various uh, links from stupid websites about the vaccine. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in that. I'm just talking about the stupid truckers that are fucking everything up for everybody. Um, and then uh, Joe Wrote, good to hear from you, Eric. Keep up the good work. As far as the truckers go, that's up to them how they protest. But as a chief of police told me during a protest I was involved in, if you break the law during your protest, you are no longer a protester. You are then a criminal. And then I wrote, I hope we bomb them. Now, I I sent it. I hit reply and then you know typed it up and then fired it off. And then I went, oh, no. I hope I didn't. And then I, uh, I go to like, but the thing is with Facebook, you can't take it back. Once you do it, you do it. So I, uh, I go to delete it knowing full well that, but I can't find it. It's not, I hit reply on Joe Harmer here and wrote that and then sent it. And then it didn't show up. And I go, Oh, I get, I think that went into the abyss that went to the bad place. And, uh, Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. So then I uh, I put it down. And then a short time later, I opened up the phone. There's a big red ex- exclamation, uh, exclamation point. And it says, you have been banned for 30 days. 30 days in the hole. Uh, Wingsguy71 says, you can't say bomb on an airplane or Facebook. Apparently, LOL. Uh, okay. So I was like, oh, shit. So I figured I would go back in time. Eric Zane, account restricted. You click on restriction history. This is my one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh time. I thought I had eight. And if you look here, you see these are the details. Restriction history. The very first one was April 9th of the past year. And they send you, we understand that mistakes happen. So we didn't restrict your account. What was the problem? 
Uh, I said to someone, a little, yeah. What I'd like to do is kick your ass. They didn't like that. Problem. July 8th. I got 24 hours for this one. See why. This was a bullying uh, maneuver on my part. I was referring to the dumb bitch that eats all the hot dogs. No shit. I've been doing this forever. I make one crack about a disgusting anorexic crack whore who can eat 50 hot dogs and the world goes crazy. Because, uh, yeah, I had made some uh, some jokes and everybody was killing me over that because of this skank. Uh, that That's what it was. I called her hot dog skank. And then everybody was like, oh, my God, it's so terrible. July 30th, I got a three-day, so a two in that month. I got It went from warning, 24 hours, three days. See why. I think somebody was uh, talking about Patreon, and I said, sign up, you cheap bitch. And it was actually like a playful give and take, but the algorithm doesn't see it that way. So again, I, I'm in the sin bin for three days. With the red stop sign here. Oh no. September 3rd. Seven days. At this point, I'm like, okay. I'm thinking about Twitch at this point. Uh, I referred to someone. uh, It was a discussion about COVID. And uh, I think we were talking about uses of ivermectin. And uh, being that it fights the uh, fights parasites, I said to some idiot, a parasite is not a virus, you dumb ape. I was not referring to a black guy. Don't worry. It was a white dude. I was calling a white dude a dumb ape, which is okay in, when you speak it. But if you say it on Facebook, you're in trouble. Uh, you dumb ape got me in trouble. Bullying for that one. Further in September, 30 days in the hole. I think this one officially threw me onto Twitch. I said to Jason Schaefer, that's fine. I just thought you all might like to know I've had a feeling about him for some time. Uh, His liking the posts of trolls who bring me up being fired six years ago and other nonsense. Fuck that guy. If I ran into him, I'd strangle him. That's what did it. I was writing that in a comment on Zaniacs United. So fuck that guy. If I ran into him, I'd strangle him. (laughs) Was it? No, no. 30 days. I remember I was walking out of Meyer when I made that comment. Then we had a nice, uh, a nice period of, of, of nothing from September 12 to December 4. And then I got another 30 days. Furthermore, I wrote, Greg and Chris aren't exactly the type to confront anyone. We're talking about some serious beta males here. I'd have thrown him out when he busted out the stunts made him sad. Fuck him. But the interesting thing about this one, I was talking about Joe. I did the old asterisk. Asterisk U-C-K-um. 
I don't know. Did that do it? Or referring to these those assholes as beta males? Did that do it? I don't know. But 30 days for that one. Holy shit. All right. So that happened. And then February 8th. That was yesterday. On that one, when I said... I want to bomb the truckers. I got your post will be moved lower in feed for 59 days. So that I got double. So that means after 30 days, I, um, I can't post for 30 days. And then for another 30 days, my post will be moved lower in feed. So I guess that means like if I post something, less people will see it. God. Yeah, it's coming. It It's coming when this whole account is going to get wiped out. I better start building a new one now with um, like a different address. Make it completely, completely different. I better. And then t- telling you to go over to it, which it doesn't matter. I'm fucked. There's I, I can't get out of my own way. It's impossible. It's impossible to not react. They know full well that I'm going to fuck this up. It's coming. This year, I will be wiped out from Facebook. That makes the move to Twitch that much uh, more important. Thank God that happened. Chris says, you cannot be rehabilitated. Unredeemable. Run it through a VPN. I don't know what that means, Peanut. Help me. Holy shit. What was that about Jason Schaefer? I was talking to you. We were, that was a comment when I was at war with uh, Regis, who I'm not at war with right now. Regis had been, um, uh, stirring up trouble. And uh, I got, it was when I got in that big fight with him, Regis in, in New Jersey, Regis T. Well, there you go. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. You got to post with your main account and fight with your throwaway. Now, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I know this. I know these things. Kate says, which was uncalled for? Yeah. Look, hey, that's old, miss. You don't need to go back in time. Um, and and it was called for. I, I hope you're talking about me or not talking about me because I was right again, as I always am. And uh, it's all good now. It's all water under the bridge. It's been fixed. So uh, whether you're referring to him or me, shut up, hag. There. So now that's uncalled for and called for at the same time. Paul Regis. I'm going to defend him, even though he's wrong. You, you misunderstood and you brought it up. I, well, somebody asked. That's what happened. You don't need to comment on something that's fucking old. Jesus, you pain in the ass. 
Go stir the sauce. Shit. I have to put up with your shit. Put on your whore boots and go to work. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, New Jersey. See ya. Bye-bye now. Bye. All right. Yeah, you can't weigh in on a on a fight from months ago and 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 throw in your two cents. That's the background of what happened. It was solved and because of your dumb comment, uh, dumb comment means you're making a comment, then, you know, it's kind of reignited. This is all your fault. As is everything that flies out of a mouth out of the mouth of a female. Oh. No, even I can't get behind that. There you go. That's what's going on today. That's the start of the show. The open up. I am banned again for another extended period of time. And these strings are screwed up on my hoodie. And they're going to stay that way. Um, regardless, the show is on Twitch, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Follow the page. If you want to be yelled at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. They also sponsor my Facebook page. This 29 day suspension or 30 day suspension, 29 remaining. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You can still uh, uh, like the page, though. I mean, my God, that's where I'm going to throw out uh, my jabs at St. Gasman, who I have an update on St. Gasman. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I'll get to that in a second. Follow me on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. That's where I will be doing uh, all of my um, communication about sponsors and picking fights uh, And as I'm off Facebook for the until uh, March. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then the almighty YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. If you would, please search that out. Follow me, subscribe to the channel, and uh, hit the bell notification thumbs up on anything I do. Thank you very much. So you know when I go live. I'm in kind of a weird spot right now because uh, I I am injured. Uh, sometimes athletes get injured and they have to nurse themselves back to health. That's right. I uh, went to the uh, Y yesterday, the YMCA. Uh, ran into Team Knuckle Dragger. Good to see those boys again. Um, they actually give out advice to people. It seems like they, I think they get there for their workout, Team Knuckle Dragger, at like 1.30 in the afternoon. And then they leave at like uh, 8 o'clock. And while doing their workout, they're constantly like like coaching people. I think they're the type that like to do that, which is good. They They have like all the knowledge they have because they're unbelievably fit and strong. 
Um, if it wasn't for Team Knuckle Dragger, I wouldn't be knocking on the door of 200 pounds. As um, I'll get to that too. But um, on Monday of this week, I, I was on the treadmill and I, I, uh, I, boy, I probably shouldn't have done this, but I worked really hard. And um, all day yesterday, the uh, my glute and hamstring, I think uh, Kyler described it as my piriformis, which is some little band of muscle inside of my ass, is inflamed and in pain. And it probably doesn't help that I sit for hours a day. But my God, um, yesterday I, I said, I'm going to get back on the treadmill. And I started walking and right away. And it had been bugging me all fucking day. I was like, oh, shit. And um, so I started to kind of like jog. And I'm like, this this is killing me. I ended up stopping. And and after just barely running, it was like, oh, my God, just barking at me. So I tried like stretching it out, you know, and it's like nothing. Nothing is working. And it's it's actually hurting me. So I go, well, I could just go home. Maybe I should just get off my leg and go home. I said, ah, fuck that. I'm going to do some. I'll do some upper body. Okay. So I uh, started putting weight on the bench. And uh, last time I was there, I bench pressed 185 pounds. Personal best. Personal record. I preed. And uh, I see Team Knuckle Dragger there. And I said, I'm, I'm not going for it today. I'm like, oh, come on. Go for it. Go for it. Go for your record. I go, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Put some weight on there to kind of get loosened up. And then I put a little more weight, uh, weight on there, and I, I did a couple more sets a little heavier, and I go, I think I'm going to go for it. I'm going for the record. I threw 165 on there. No problem. Put 175 on there. I had Brian from Team Knuckle Dragger, or actually Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger spot me. He goes, okay, how many are you going to do? I go, just one. And uh, weight went down, and it just went up. No problem. And he goes, oh, man, you're ready. Today's the day. I go, you're damn right it is. So then I didn't want to go from 175 to 185, which that's not the record. I want the record. I put 190 on there. And I go, this is it. I waited. I'm like resting. Brian. From Team Knuckle Dragger is my spot. Again, I couldn't do like anything when I started. I was like working out with like um, 80 pounds. And it's gone up, up, up because of the help of these uh, knuckle dragging morons. They have helped me make tremendous gains in my strength. He goes, okay, man, no problem. And... um Andy, who spotted me on the last one, he's like, you, you'll, you'll have no problem with this. You, you were too strong on 175. It's this, you're going to be able to get this. Put it up. Brought it down. And I start going up. And it stops. And it's hanging in the air. And, I'm like, and it's, it wants to come down. And I can, I can feel the strength starting to sap. And Brian gets set to move his, put his hands to help me. And I, it starts to come up. It's moving. It's moving. And then it falls. He helps me get it up. 
Yeah, that's right. I said he helped me get it up. <clears throat> Rack the weight. And he goes, you didn't have enough rest. It's only been like two minutes since you did the 175. I go, yeah, but I don't feel tired. He goes, doesn't matter. Take five minutes. Take seven minutes. You didn't. You should have been able to do that. You had so much movement and so much ease in 175. There was no hitch in it whatsoever. It was easy. You should have been able to put up 190. I go, so I, I need to, he goes, yeah, you gotta, you gotta recover more. You can't just throw it up, put more weight on and do another set. You gotta, you gotta take it easy, dum dum. Okay. I go, how about I try it again? They go, no, you're done. Once you fuck it up like that, you're not going to, it's not, it's very, very rare that someone can somehow get the horses in line and, and make it happen. So next time I'll wait a week and we'll try it. I'm telling you 200 pounds knocking on the door of 200. So that was it. I got home yesterday and uh, I had a colon update from our pal, the NFK. By the way, dear meathead in 27 minutes, send your questions. Eric at ericzainshow.com. Um, there was a prescribed laxative he had been taking. And, uh, and this is important because it counters the constipating effects of the narcotics. And um, just that just barely works enough for, for the Ham's beer shit cannon to go off. Well, we ran out of that. And so one day, one day only, he didn't have the laxative. And since then, I've been giving him, um, we ended up getting some uh, Metamucil, same thing. All it took was one day of not taking that. And that messed everything up. And he went day, he's gone days without the ham's beer shit cannon firing. He said just a couple little uh, rock-hard turds flew out of him. He's, he's very, very graphic in describing it to me. I go, Ke Kevy, did you go Did you go number two today? Man, just a couple really hard turds, shit fuck, came flying out. I go, oh, okay. And then I heard something that I did not, I, even I didn't expect. And you know, as I have been doing things like uh, bathing him and taking care of him and and putting that medicine, rubbing his feet. I've been having to do that and dress him uh, as part of my nursing duties in the house here. Um, I don't know if he's getting used to uh, me taking that brush and scrubbing his uh, his sack and ding-dong and, and butt crack with that loofah. And he is, again, this is a suggestion that he's asking me to do. But this actually happened yesterday. He's walking through the house and uh, Benny was downstairs and I don't know what it is about the NFK and Benny, but Benny wants to kill him or he's very scared of him and he uh, wants to bite him because he feels threatened. And I think Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, thinks that the NFK is some kind of Terminator robot. And it has to do with the way he walks, which is loud. And now you, before he wouldn't try to bite him, 
but you take the way he walks, which is he doesn't move his knees when he walks. He looks like, again, like Frankenstein and a penguin combined. Penguinstein. And so Benny, Benny hated him then. You add into the fact that he has this neck brace on and a cane. I think he thinks he's some kind of demon robot because he keeps lunging at uh, Kevy to attack him. And Kevin comes walking in and uh, Benny's down there and he, Benny's is like, and, and, and I go, okay, come on, get upstairs. Didn't try to bite him that time, but he has tried to bite him. He's lunged at him. But that's not the point of this. Kevin, uh, he uh, he sees me. He goes, I think I need someone. I swear to God, he said this. I think I need someone with a fat finger to stick it up my ass. What? What did you just say? He's suggesting someone jam their finger up his ass and pull out poop. Oh, my God. I think I need someone with a fat finger to jam up my ass. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Are you suggesting me? Is that what's going on here? Holy fuck. Um, today, he dropped on me that he went. It finally success. So I got to keep it going. I got to make sure I don't forget the uh, laxatives. Uh, I wonder if Stu is uh, delivering. I got I got a second. I wonder if Stu is delivering Dippin' Dots today. Hey, hang on a second. I got to set up your sound system. Do you mind if I talk to you on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. I got another 30 days yesterday. Oh, geez. What'd you do now? Uh, I suggest, well, have you been following that story about those truckers that are causing that big blockade in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Well, they went and they, uh, shut down the ambassador bridge from Detroit to Canada. Okay. Yesterday. And uh-huh. I was talking about it on the show and I had some suggestions about what we should do to them. And on okay. and, and I voiced on the show that the first thing we should do is an airstrike and uh, bomb the bridge. And then I suggested um, a blockade to starve them. That was another option. And I think there was another one where um, I forgot what, what other stupid thing I said. I think it was arrest them and take their trucks and give them right. to people. And then that would be the end of that. So, all right, that was fun. I enjoyed that. And then on Facebook, I, uh, I posted, um, you know that movie by, uh, uh, based on a book by Stephen King called Maximum Overdrive? Yeah, the crazy truck. Yeah. Uh, my post, the headline said, Magimum Overdrive, uh, anti-vax truckers ruin world. Uh-huh. And so that got, a, you know, the usual suspects all pissed off. Which oh is, my God, why? Yeah, you know, that's that, that whole thing, which, which you and I have seen uh, dozens of times, and, and we love right. it. We love that, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's fun. Well, somebody was uh, talking shit, and I said, we need to bomb them. Uh-huh. And that was it. Facebook said, because 
I, uh, I, I threatened that. We need to bomb them. I got 30 days. Wow. Yeah, because of your history. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And now they're making the punishment larger. They gave me 30 days. And when that expires, I've got another 30 days where no matter what I post, it's going to show up like last in a person's feed. You know, like three people are going to see it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so the it's coming. You know, now they're starting to add layers on it because that's my um, seventh or eighth uh, offense since April. <laughs> you and I, uh, we just can't stay out of trouble on Facebook. What do you think your number is? How many times have you gotten nicked? Uh, boy, it's it's at least your number. Um, but I don't think it's as that many since April, though. Okay. I, I've tried to be good, and then I just seemingly can't get out of my own way. Yeah, I'm the same way, because on this one in particular, because I've tried to be respectful, and um, I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I just said that, and I didn't think that that was a big deal. But then after I sent it, I started to like, uh-oh, I wonder if, and then I looked, and the post it never showed up. That, yeah, uh, the reply, yeah, and then Facebook you know, just yeah. fucking sneak attacks. Yeah, <laughs> they shut it down, so I'm fucked. <laughs> You're doing everything to, through Twitch now, right? Pretty much, but I still, yeah. I still like the communication with people. You know, my goal on Facebook is to enrage them, <laughs> and it brings me so much joy when I do. And sure, um. You know, I, I, I need to have that. I need to, I need to be able to um, call these people idiots and make fun of their intelligence. And they, they, the, yeah. The interaction's not the same on Twitter or Instagram, huh? No, I, 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 yeah. I, I get nothing on there. I get nothing. I tell you what, I throw it up on Facebook and man, I've had so many people wish death on me and, and, and want my children to be murdered. I mean, it's, it brings uh, me great joy. It makes me so yeah. happy. It's weird how uh, people who wish you death and say you suck. I mean, I've I've seen it. Like, but they continue to listen and participate. <laughs> that's 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 great. Yeah, I know. I think yeah. I think they're starting to get it, and they realize it's sport. You know, right, right. A little back and forth kind of section. Uh huh. Stu, you have to be having some gigantic Super Bowl party this weekend at your residence. I'm guessing uh, the 50 to 100 A-listers, Stu? It's going to be me watching the game on my phone. On, on your phone, you say? Yes. Okay, so you'll be, you'll be getting the big screen experience on your phone. Right, the, the five-inch screen or whatever the hell this thing is. You know what I noticed about that? When you are laying in, when a person is laying in bed and they hold yes. the phone above them, your oh, eye doesn't know that you're looking at a tiny screen. It can be as enveloping of an experience with the phone as it can be an IMAX screen based on the position of the phone. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. It's perfect. I get it. I watch TV so rarely now. I'm with you. I put it right on my fucking phone. Right. There you go. I just don't have, I don't have NBC. I've tried to use a, an antenna to get in the stuff and it's just not working. And 
I don't want to pay for Peacock. You know, you gotta, yeah, you got to upgrade on Peacock to get the Super Bowl. I'm so like, let me ask you this: that. Are you um um? Is it so? How are you? What what is the app that you're able to watch it on? Uh, Yahoo Sports. They like for whatever reason like Yahoo Sports will play pretty much a good portion of the games you want to watch. When you talk about over the air TV, are you using rabbit ears? Yeah, I was trying to. And oh it yeah, just, it hasn't been successful. It's here. shit. It's shit. But let me tell you something, yeah. Stu. Now, do you own that home? Yeah. Okay. We need to have an antenna building party. And I know it sounds ridiculous, Stu, but I actually have done this. I have built an antenna. Okay. And I, I'm talking about like 20 feet over your house, and you will be able to pull in stations from fucking Egypt. I bet. Yes. So we could do that. We could have a big get-together. And it, one of us will get injured, or both of us oh, be, during all of this, of and then um, we'll chronicle it. It'll be it'll be fucking great. As soon as it warms up, we could have a antenna building party at the Stew household. <laughs> all right, I'll think about it. Do you own a TV at least? I do. I okay. Do. Thank, thankfully, I own a TV. Yes. Okay. Your big prediction for the Super Bowl, please. Uh, I am uh, I am rooting for the Rams, but I think the Bengals are going to win uh, thirty-one to twenty-four. Really? So the upset? Yes. Do you like Matt Stafford? Yeah, I do. I do. I'd like to see Matt get his, and that's why I'm rooting for the Rams. I just see the Bengals being uh, being a little much. Is there anything that is more Detroit Lions? Then getting rid of the quarterback, and then a year later, he's a Super Bowl champion. That, that is the, the biggest Detroit Lions thing ever. It's just we all of their superstars have retired or just they quit, and so it's weird that a guy didn't quit, and now he's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the whole concept of we have had players that arguably are the best in history at their position. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, Matt Stafford will be a Hall of Famer, and we suck dick. No playoff wins (laughs) except for one, and that is just disgusting. You know? Yeah. I mean, so who do you look at? I mean, is it the owners? Are they just completely inept? Yes. It is, and uh, I think that that, well, it remains to be seen whether that would be changing. I think that if they hired – when they hired the guy, Dan Campbell, they should have said to him, we want you to tell the world how much we suck dick, and you have permission to tell everybody that we are assholes. You know? We suck monster cock. And, then that, and, and you have the permission to blame us, the Ford family. And there just you, you, you can make it up as you go. You can even say, like, it's because the Fords hate Jews or something like that. And then just go from there, you know? Historically, you're probably right. That Yes, Henry Ford, he's a complete anti-Semite. He's an animal. Okay, well, Stu, I appreciate that. I got your prediction. I've uh, bounced the Facebook banning uh, off of the wall. You're awesome. I'm sorry to hear that, man. It's uh, Facebook is frustrating at best. It makes it less fun. That's true. Absolutely true. Um, okay. Well, you have a good day. Yeah, you're, you're, you're delivering the dots. Are you back into the, into the other workforce now? 
Dots no more. I started the new job on Monday. Okay. Hold on. This call is not over. Uh, Are you at a desk? I am not at a desk. Can you kind of wish I was? Can you? uh Uh-oh. Can you say what it is that you're doing? I, uh, I'm, I'm going to hold off on it. Okay. Uh, it, it's a little, it's a little weird. A lot of people have guns. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you in person Okay. to you, to you specifically. If people in the future, if they listen to the Elemental podcast, they haven't yet found this out, right? No. Yeah. I have not spoken about what it is on the Elemental podcast. Either, okay. So. so make sure yeah. you listen to the next one where he announces he's quit that job. <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon man pretty soon put i don't know what uh what the date is on when Stu quits his new job but it's probably pretty quick <laughs> how many w2s arrived in the mail this year i think i have four <laughs> okay big worm big worm okay Stu, thank you all right brother i'll talk to you later i'll have talk to one. you yes you too holy shit he's got a new job again Schaefer says, is he a, is he a cop now? Uh, big ice cream muscled him out of Dippin' Dots. I think he drives one of those armored money trucks. Stu's resume must be about five pages long at this point. You know, he has, what's crazy, Stu is, has a master's degree. He has a master's degree. He is has is, uh, more education than most of us here. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh my god! Whew. Check him out, the LMNO podcast. I love Stu Brucey. You got to get up there on your brother. Get up there. That dog is into. Uh, he cannot. Okay, if you push him away. He just, as soon as you fall asleep, he gets right next to you. He's touching you, almost on top of you while you sleep. He has, and it's so annoying. But he has to sleep in the same, I mean, he actually sleeps in between us at, like, where my head is, okay? His, he's looking at me. His face is right there. And if he breathes, like, snot comes out. So constantly I'm getting snot Come fly on my face, Bukaki style, uh, while I sleep. All right. Dear Meathead coming up in nine minutes. I have an update on St. Gasman. Okay. Let's go over what has happened to our pal, producer Joe. Friday of last week, it was witnessed by the audience of their show on camera because they've got all these high-end cameras watching them in their studio. Um, It was witnessed. There was a fight that broke out between Freebeer Greg and um, producer Joe. Joe walked into the studio and red-faced, hands flapping, veins popping out, yelling at each other. Those two were the belligerents. Why? What happened? Early in the show, St. Gasman uh, couldn't wake up for work. 
So they called him and said, Joe, you're late, you dumb fuck. Stop and get breakfast. Well, that hurt him. And we all know um, that if you're in his orbit and something bad happens to him, you're fucked. It's your fault. Something, it, you did it. You are the reason why I'm late. And he voiced that to them. And he seemed annoyed as fuck. That's where this big baby, uh, that's where his head is right now. We all know that. He's done this before. Everything is everyone, everything that's happened to me is everyone's fault. The Chicago gangs, some girl I was dating, uh, Eric Zane uh, bullying me at work. These are all things that have caused all of my problems. His words, not mine. This fucker uh, can't get up for work and he gets hurt when they yell at him. Well, they didn't yell at him. They're like, ah, come on, get breakfast. And he's sitting there bitching. And then he hangs up the fucking phone like a child, shows up to work, gets in a fight, and then he walks out of the studio. The rest of the players on the show walk out of the studio. They go to best of so they can discuss this. And who knows what the fuck happened in the 30 minutes that they were away. But I don't think it was anything good. Because Ding Dong's not there for the rest of the Friday show. Gone. So they limp through that mess. Friday comes and goes. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Joe's not in the studio. He's on the phone or he's in, he's, he's piped in uh, digitally or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm at home. Uh, I didn't feel good taking a COVID test. Uh, it should be fine, but uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable coming in. Uh, all right, fine. I get that. But uh, what the fuck about Friday? What happened Friday? And of course, they're not going to say shit. Fuck no. They didn't say anything. So what happened with Friday? Well, if it's a COVID test now on Monday, surely the test is going to come back negative. And, uh, or I should say when it comes back negative, you're going to be into work surely on Tuesday. Uh, Ding Dong on his uh, Instagram announces, yeah, I'm, I'm in the clear. No COVID. All right. Well, then I'm sure everybody's looking forward to hearing you on Tuesday. No. He's not there. Free beer Greg. Um. Uh, you know, when you're in this scenario, the lack of transparency is questionable. It makes things odd. And your audience, Greg's so dumb, he doesn't even think that. He just thinks, okay, I'll just uh, say, yeah, he's coming back. And, uh, and no one will be the wiser. The scuttle on their Facebook and Reddit is remarkable. People are like, this is weird. This is odd. And then Greg announces... Ah, uh, he's on a vacation. And then another time he voices, yeah, um, Joe not here. We're looking forward to him coming back soon. Quote, Joe not here. We're looking forward to him coming back soon. Okay, that's fucked. Okay, if you're a member of that fan group, that is weird shit. Something's going on. I expect he's making a long list of people that he's going to blame on his big uh, cry fest that he has upon his return. So who knows? Surely he'll be back Friday. Or I'm sorry, Wednesday, which is today. Nope. Nope. 
I'm telling you, if this goes down, I I didn't even expect this quick of a prediction. Um, who knows? Now, truth be told, I don't want anything like health wise to be affecting the guy. I I would be uh, I would I I wouldn't like that. But um, whatever. You know, uh, ultimately, I don't think he is long for that show. I've, I've been talking about that now for months. I stand by that. It doesn't help that they've got um, the lady who is uh, strong, strong personality. And so they're, they, they've had it with him. They've had it with the blame game. They've had it with all the other baggage that comes with this pain in the ass. I've been there. They're worn out. They're going to turn on you and you're going to get fucking fired. It's coming. Mark it down this year, maybe sooner than later. It's over. Move on. You better, if you're an audience member, you better wrap your head around that because that is going to happen. I promise. I just wish I was a fly on the wall uh, after that big blow up on Friday when they all had to leave the studio for the big powwow and go to the best of with no explanation whatsoever. My God. All right. So that's where that leaves us. That is our update on St. Gasman. Okay. Questions for dear meathead. Reach out Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Thank you for joining my Patreon recently. I had a number of people that signed up. I actually talked to that guy, uh, Jeremy, who called me a dick bag. And I did have a discussion with him. And he seems all right. I think he might even be able to. He, he might even want to stay in there longer. He apologized for calling me a dick bag. I don't give a fuck if you call me a dick bag. But what the fuck? I mean, are you? What's going on? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Uh, I do the daily Patreon bonus, which is an extension of this one. There's no ads. It's just me and you. And uh, thank you for the cash to keep that thing going. It is, uh, I put a lot into the Patreon. 15 hours a week of content. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You are right over there, Brucey? You look like you're about to fall off. Here, I'll point the doggy cam at you. I can still do the doggy cam. I just haven't done it. Another Eric Zane show podcast. Broken promise. The open is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com and that's E-R-Vines.com. Get your car fixed at Irvine's. Servicing domestic, Asian, European, EVs. Hybrids, the best in the business. A trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I've got a mortgage guy who can work magic for you. It is the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, If you've never had a mortgage, you might be like, well, I don't even have any credit. Forget bad credit, no credit or bad credit, good credit, anything like that. I don't have any credit. I don't even exist. Um, When you call Mario, tell him that, and he's going to say, all right, well, I've got a project for you. I'm going to get you on the radar. 
This is what you need to do. This is shit that they don't explain to you in school, which is remarkable. I never understood why they didn't explain how credit works in school. Maybe I missed that lesson. I don't know. Uh, Call Mario 231-332-6505. If you do have great credit, this is going to be a piece of cake for you. NMLS number 3035. Mortgage rates are still very, very low, but they are going to go up. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Joe Rogan apologist Rick from TC Paintball says reach out to him when you when you want to get in on some of that action at TC Paintball. Get a group together and head over to TC Paintball. Whether it be a, a group of bros, a workplace team building, you just want to get together with friends, kids in the neighborhood, the dads and the moms get together uh, with their kids, you know, uh, awesome. TCPaintballGR.com in Grand Rapids, Michigan. A wonderful source of entertainment is TC Paintball. Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Good morning. Dad. Yeah. How are you? I don't know. I just woke up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You were, like, s- sleeping away, <laughs> huh? Ago. Okay. Now, did you wake up, like, with an alarm, or did you just wake up and say, all right, time to start? I just, just woke up. She said it was an alarm. I don't remember an alarm. Okay, you got the alarm going, and you and Joanne got up. You got your coffee. You're feeling good. You're feeling fine. No, we haven't had the coffee yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's rough. Do you want me to call you back after you have the coffee? No, this is fine. Okay, Dad, I want you to tell everybody about the big project that you did when the driveway was iced over. What did I do? Well, you I was talking with you yesterday and you said that uh the oh, yeah. the snow had become uh had made your whole driveway a sheet of ice. Yes. And that was not going to uh work in your opinion. You had to do something about that. Oh, I did. Yeah. We couldn't even walk on it. Okay. So, now I know it started to heat up the last day where it was above freezing, so it probably worked a little easier. Didn't you uh Break up every bit of the ice with like a with, driveway is spotless. And then he, so you busted it all up and then you shoveled it off. Yes, I uh, I have this uh, handheld uh, scraper. Yeah, that uh, you scrape cement and stuff like that. Yeah, I pound with it. It's got a sharp edges on it. Yes. I pounded on the ice. Every ice cracked, 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 cracked. And then I come up there with a shovel and got rid of it. Now, it all up. man, there was a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah, I believe that. And that is uh that that's not light work, Dad. I mean, if you uh if you break it all up and then you have to shovel it all shovel off. It. Shovel it to the side, yeah. Now you're gonna be eighty eight years old or eighty nine. I always screw this up. Eighty nine, right, Joanne? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 89. You're going to be 89 years old, and you're doing the work of a 24-year-old man. Oh, I don't know about that. No, that's... hard work. That was just good. This is very good for you. You know, people say that um, that if you do that, people oftentimes hear the story about how people uh, have, like, a heart attack. But, heart attack, yeah. But, but I think that's for people who don't have a trained heart. I think you're very strong. I think... <laughs> I think that if you stop doing this, that's going to be a problem. You got to keep then, doing then it. Then I'll be dead. Yeah, you got to keep working. I, I enjoy doing that. It was not hard. Hey, I, I, of course, I stopped, take a break. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Uh, I was going to say I have a six pack. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, maybe. Yeah, maybe years ago. You know. Oh my God, that's been like uh, what thirty some years ago. It's a long time ago. Now, Dad, I suggested this to you yesterday, but I don't know if you remember. To keep yourself in shape and your mind occupied, you should spray water on the driveway before you go to bed. <laughs> that was a good suggestion, but I ain't going to do that. No? Because then, then you could you you can do this every day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, here's the problem. Uh, well, somehow, uh, at the crack of dawn... I don't know what jo- whether Joanne woke me up. I think she did. She, she says there's uh, emergency trucks around here. Yeah. Uh, where, where is it, Joanne? Four fire trucks. One was in front of our house. Oh. Uh, yeah, one was uh, in front of our house, and uh. one is down the road. Okay. What the three three uh, vehicles? And I thought, well, my neighbor Ron. I said, no, there's nothing there. And a house passed him. Uh, there was a vehicle parked there, so we have a fire hydrant. Uh, I have a fire hydrant next to my house here, in front of us. Oh, I see. Okay, so it wasn't there like was, there was a cable from there going somewhere, so it must have been water. Okay, yeah, maybe that had so something there must to do. Have it. Had a fire there somehow. Okay, but we didn't hear it. They don't. Uh, Turn a siren on. Yeah. Crack of dawn. You know, if that uh, if the fire department was out there fighting the fire, it's a good thing you didn't see it because I would expect you to go outside and start telling them how to fight the fire. Well, I couldn't open my front door. I hit a <laughs> hit a bump like a big chunk of ice, just solid. Yeah, I would just imagine on you. Porch. Yeah, you like, hey, yeah, you're doing it all wrong. You let I me. Oh, I, <laughs> no, I didn't want to damage the door by pounding it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to open it up, and of course, my neighbor called and alerted me across the, across the, you know, the field. Yeah, Zach, yeah. Zach. Zach the Egyptian. He, he says, uh, you guys all right? I said, why? He says, got the fire in. Oh, yeah. He thought that you, like, uh, fell off the roof or something. He thought I bit the dust. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not, I mean, my God. I, I, I fully expect you to, list, uh, to live to at least 130 I like to make it to 101. Okay, well, that's a long time. I'll be 30. I mean, that's uh, that is not hard. Oh, yeah. to live. I mean, that's hard to live. We've got so many years. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. All right. Well, I got a bunch of questions, Dad. Hey, I got the answers for you. 
Terry has a personal question. He says, Dear Meathead, when you were growing up, what did you dream you would be? God, that's a tough question. I have no clue. You don't remember, like, uh, I want to be a boxer, or I want to be a guy who breaks up uh, ice on a driveway. Well, I wanted to be a continuous superstar soccer player. Okay. Which I, I ended up being one. What do you mean by a continuous superstar soccer player? I would, like I wanted it from that age on, go as, as many years as I could and play soccer. Okay. <clears throat> You know, I was a tough defensive player at age 14. Yeah, you told me about how when you used to play, you would play the game <laughs> and you'd have a safety pin and you would you would poke players in the butt when they'd run yeah. down the field. You would, like, stab them. Yeah, when they, they grab a hold of their butts, obviously the ball was mine. I don't know if that's – I think that's frowned upon in international play. Stabbing people. I don't know, but you get caught nowadays. I guess they'll throw you out. Okay. Yes, I think stabbing people would be a real problem in today's soccer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike writes, "Dear Meathead, my friend was making himself a cake and mixing the ingredients while whipping up the cake. He wondered what his batter would taste like." Then he, he asked, is it okay for him to taste his own batter or should he save it for the oven where it belongs? I mean, just to taste it, you don't take a gallon of it. You take a little no, spoonful, No, just right? take like a little a little drip of it. Yeah, that's what he's... I don't hurt nothing. So it's okay. It's okay. Let's say the guy's name is Ben and uh, and he, he, he admits that he likes to to do that 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 would be okay right i won't take a whole spoonful or so just a, you know what i mean by tasting you take a dip in there and put it and go yum 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 you know yeah uh, yeah 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 got it but the raw raw dough i, I don't know yeah i think dough. there's i think there's some raw some material in there that you don't want in your mouth no no i you, you're right all the material that's involved in there yeah it, it's it's be something uh, I don't think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think I think maybe better be safe than sorry and don't taste any of your own batter. My wife just said so. Joanne says, Why is it, Joanne? Oh, oh well, uh, I eat raw meat. Thank eat, you. Yeah. I just said, well, eat raw meat. Yeah, he oh, might. Oh, man. Uh, ground round raw is. Uh, I know it. My super duper. I know meat. that. Well, Ben might eat raw meat and then taste his own batter. So I maybe he does both. Raw don't have a taste. Well, then why do you do it? Just, it just, it just appealing to me. Oh, boy. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I can eat uh, about a pound maybe at any sitting. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I know that. I know you just put a little salt on it and off you go. Well, you see, that is a makeup of my childhood because that was a delicacy in our days. Yeah, I get it. My so, mother would make it, and then they take them. It was lamb, yeah, but beef was good. All right, I, I'm writing that down. Raw beef, uh, raw beef, raw beef is the makeup of my childhood. 
It really is. And when they had them, when we had company, we'd make it up for the company. Oh, wow. So they just sit in there uh, around the hunk of meat? Eat, yeah. Like, we just sit here and had a piece of cake. We'd have a piece of rummy. So it's like blood coming off your face. No, there ain't no blood in there. No. No blood. It's totally pure beef. Well, I know, but raw is raw. I mean, wouldn't there be a little bit of blood on it? No. Okay. Uh, John writes, Dear Meathead, my daughter needed 100 bucks to buy a textbook for college. And then the next day, she learned she was getting $250 back from the school. Uh, I uh, I wanted to put that money in the bank. She wanted to take $100 of that money uh, to buy concert tickets. I told her she should pay me back for the school book, and that's not how money should be used. Did I do the right thing? Well, I don't know what uh, the rules of family are of uh, spending the money. Well, yeah, he suggested that uh, he suggested that he's paying for the daughter's school, and then and then the school awarded her out of the blue like a rebate or something like that. And and dad and dad was like, "I hey, I want that check to help pay for school." And she's like, "No, I want to use it to go buy things that I like." I don't know. I I really hate to break a kid's heart for something they really want to do. Uh. I would think it would be good to give them the money. Give them the money. So, yeah, all right. I mean, I don't know what their finances are. I mean, if they're really uh, struggling with things and uh, that $100 would have made a big difference in them, well, that's a different story. Yeah. Well, you know. I don't know. Kid is kid. They want to go to, I mean, look at the things that you did when you were growing up. All right, I'm writing this down. Kid is kid. They gotta be. Uh, they gotta have some of this. And and it seems to me like you've you've really softened up because when I was growing up, if I bought a marshmallow, you you'd erupt like a volcano. I don't remember doing that, but you said I did, so I must have done it. Well, but I don't think. Well, I mean, maybe, I maybe I softened. I don't know. I, I saved but, up uh, a, I saved up a few thousand dollars from the uh, from the paper route. And then I blew it all on uh, on dual exhaust. Yeah, I bought a four barrel carburetor and uh, dual exhaust and put it on. I bought a bunch of junky clothes. No, I bought clothes. I needed to look fly, and I needed a fast car that made a lot of noise. So I. Did you get ready to go to school to college? I know it, but I was trying to impress chicks, so I bought Adidas suits, a four barrel uh, carburetor, and dual exhaust. Well. I must have been a tough father. I don't remember being tough. But the rule was a rule, maybe. I don't know. If I, if, see, my difference today and then is that if you negotiate with me, that's the way to go. So if I, if I'd Tell have... Uh, Dad, I would want to do that. What right. do you think of this? All right. You know, yeah, I'd I really got... like to do that. If I, uh, if I made my case, is what you're saying. You know, yeah. Okay. I think I think I would have let you do that, but no problem. But you did it anyway. Dad, uh, Dean has this question. Uh, first of all, uh, just so uh, if you're aware, have you been following the story about the Canadian uh, trucks making the big uh, blockade? Yes. Okay. Yes. I figured you would know that. 
Dean yeah. asks, what do you think about the freedom convoy in Canada? Because they don't want a mandate that makes them have to get vaccinated to travel in between U.S. and Canada. The truckers are like, we shouldn't have to do that if we don't want to. We don't want a mandate. So they're protesting. And then well, the Canadians are like, no, you need that. And then it's a big, it's a big uh, stalemate between the two. The thing that I don't understand, what's the purpose of that? Of the blockade? Yes. Um, well, it's, it's, it's uh, yes, they're doing it because they don't want to have to get the shot. All right. That, I think a trucker is driving, the, the way this disease is working, in my estimation or mentality, if you're driving, you're not going to catch it from anybody. You got your windows right. closed and you're driving through, but getting out and dealing with the public, you're possibly... Uh, uh, contaminate yeah. people mm-hmm. uh, by dealing with people. Okay. And for that, I don't blame them. Uh, so yeah, do you? Uh, so what? What do you think about it? Do you think yay or nay? Should they? Should they do this blockade or should they? Um, no, not they or... blockade it. If the guy's the driver is uh, safety in his truck and he's not associating with anybody. Is not uh, right. spreading any kind of disease. Okay, so they they shouldn't have to get the shot, but at the same time, they also shouldn't be causing all this trouble. Is that what you're oh, saying? No, they should have the shot. Oh, they should have the shot. Okay. Yeah. All right, but um, uh, that they they don't want it, and so they're not going to get it. And they um, do you think that this is a a um, a bad thing that they're causing all this disruption by parking their cars on the Ambassador Bridge? Oh, I, I think that's wrong. I think this is a livelihood. The driver is going to deliver something. He's not associating with any people. Yeah. Face-to-face conversation. He wears a mask. He's done all the safety precautions. Okay, so you, well, I'm having a, I'm getting kind of a mixed message. Sh- should they? No, they should not. Uh, they should not stop him from doing that. Okay, so go ahead and have the blockade. Yeah. No, don't have the blockade. Okay. Well, yeah, it's... Well, they have the shot, then you're all right. Well, that's why they're having the blockade. They don't want the shot, so they're they're being disruptive and causing issues. You know? Mm, you, yeah, you I'm see, reading too long now. Yeah, you see what I mean? So it's kind of uh, like if uh, they're they're not going to get the shot, that's that's uh, that's what they're no, saying. No, they, they should, they and should, and they in order to rule. in order to cause trouble... They're parking their cars, their trucks on the Ambassador Bridge, which is causing a major headache. Yes. Uh, for. Uh, <laughs> that's what people are having to do. Yeah, they got two lines. Oh no, you can't drive big trucks in that town. So I, I guess, I guess the big picture is the big picture is, um, they are protesting the shot, so their transportation is grinding to a halt. Yeah. I think that's stupid. Okay. First of all, the shot is a safety for their own uh, livelihood. Their they own, don't think that. They don't uh, think that. health and all that. Truckers uh, are stupid. They catch it. They're going to pass it on to right. someone else. That's a legitimate thing. Right. Truckers are kind of like trash people to begin with. So they really do. They act like a, a bunch of thugs. Some of yeah, them. that's what they are. They all are. 
And they, they should just take their trucks no, from I think them. they're good people. I don't know. Okay. But they're, they're intelligent people. No. But then again, their livelihood is not being uh, messed with, and they're stopping them. Well, of course, they get upset. Yeah. Okay, Dad. Um, let's see. Do you have a story that comes to mind about young Eric being a knucklehead? Sign, Travis from Clarksville, Michigan. I honestly don't have any, any knuckleheadness except you spending $2,000 in one day over clothing. Or when you uh, played that game, you took that uh, big uh, frog out of somebody's porch. The scavenger hunt when I got arrested. Well, there, yeah, you, there you go. Those are, those are two great examples of, uh, as you say, knuckleheadness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that was a dumb thing to do. Those were uh, two high water marks, to be sure. I agree. I mean, with if that. somebody did that to me, I'd just kick him in the butt. Right. If you could go back today and visit Iran, what would be the one, the first person or place that you would want to see? Please embellish, sign Jonathan. I would like, you said a place or a people? Well, person? yeah, if there was a, if there, if you uh, went back to yeah. Iran, is there a, a place? Uh, yes. What would be the first place? I would first like person? to see my old house that I grew up in. Uh-huh. Because it was directly from a police department. And... I met this American sergeant. Yeah. And I was like, what, 14 years old? 15, yeah. 14 years old. I'm, and then somehow I could put English language together. Uh, whether it was my, uh, I don't know how I got to look, uh, talk English, but I could understand it or I could express myself. They were, I would always interpret. The, the police department always either come in and borrow uh, napkins or uh, cups yeah. for coffee and all this. So, yeah. Or, or all of these things. They, they, they borrow things from us. So they would ask me to go out there and talk to this, the Sergeant Robert Hall, for instance, and tell them what he wanted. And these, the police department. Yeah, and these are, these are Iranian, Iranian police. Iranian police department. Okay. There was a, a gun-toting uh, person right. in front of their gate that goes into the police department. Yeah. Instead of police cars, they did in. they? Instead of police cars, did they have camels? No. <laughs> they had no. I don't remember any police vehicle. Okay. They probably just walked around. They, they walk into the police department. Well, the sergeant hall had the car vehicle. What was your home? What was your home made out of? Stone? Was it like a cave? Or what? You know? Was <laughs> no, it was a nice it was a building. You walk right in there. Okay. And they had a swimming pool right in the middle of it. Uh, in the in the yard of the police department. You, you wait a minute. You everybody goes swimming at the police station? No, no, it was just water reservoir. Oh, and okay. it filled up with water. Water was released to our homes once a week. Yeah, it filled up in there, and then it goes over, goes underground, and comes to my home. I got gotcha. you. And then and you we just... fill up 
big ponds. You you fill up your your big containers full of water. That that was your Our running water. Container was big. We had uh, we swam in that one. Yeah, that okay. So you'd swim in, yeah. You got your reservoir, so you're swimming. You're 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 swimming in the water that you're gonna drink. No. Oh. Okay. The, the drinking was a hundred foot well. Okay, gotcha. Different water. That was different water. Aram, who was that also was for watering the grass and all. Yeah. Our pal Aram, who's also Armenian, he says, uh, "Hello, meathead. There are a few cities in the U.S." With a lot of Armenians, including Watertown, Massachusetts, and Glendale, California, do you uh, know? Yeah. Do you know why Armenians settled in these cities? I believe I heard something. It was due to the fact that the living norm was more simpler and more uh, acceptable because of the heat. Because um, they don't get the red rain that we get, I guess. Okay. Well, Watertown, Mass. isn't exactly a, a warm. It's in Massachusetts. It's a little, pretty cold there. Yeah, but the, the New York, the California is a warm state. Yeah. So there's that. But I don't know about Watertown, Mass. I I guess I don't know. I've never heard why it they just happened. I guess maybe a few went there and then word spread that that was the place. For some reason, the Armenians decided that. The reason I think, in my own mind, is because. Their living conditions are simpler or easier to deal with than what we do here. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's that's the best I think we can do. I'll have to look that All up. Right. Thank you, Aram. His name is Aram? His name is Aram, yes. Aram is an Armenian? Yes, he is half Armenian. He's like me. Yeah. Well, he, he speaks Armenian, obviously. Uh, I well, I don't. I'm not sure. I just know his name is Aram, and uh, his one of his parents is uh, Indian, like uh, the country right. of India. I'll, and one, I'll make a statement, make a note. Yeah. To a, a word or something, you write it down, and you, we speak with him again. If you do, ask him. I, I don't think he speaks any any Armenian or Farsi, but okay. but I'm not sure. Maybe he does. Forget it. Uh, okay. Finally, Jonathan writes, Hey Jack, I enjoy going, uh, on activities and doing things that give me a big adrenaline rush. What should be my next big adrenaline rush? Like for example, climbing a, uh, a tall tree with the chainsaw or punching a politician. Please embellish. Cutting down a tree is be my norm. Yeah, that that's that's the big adrenaline rush. That's right. The punching nobody is going to be my norm. So. It was, but uh, it's not. A- I punch, I punch somebody, but that was hundred years ago. Like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we know. I am a totally different person. Now yeah, you're very laid then. back. You're very laid back. But my you know, youth years were different. You know my- what's uh, what's interesting though, Dad, is uh, last summer when. We got my car, when Diana got the car stuck in the sand and that guy was giving us the business and you screamed at him and said, I don't want to lecture. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. I, think, I thought you were getting I'm ready to. You the way you handled I that. thought you were going to hit that guy. 
But the thing that worried me is when you've been nose to nose with him. Hell, he had it he's coming. He's got about three, four cronies. Oh, yeah. He, he backed down, though. I had that stick, man, that I would have taken down a couple of guys. I know him. it. And that's why I knew you had my back, that you were going to take that <laughs> stick and hit him with it. That's, that hey. Oh, cold cocked them, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, we... They mess around with you physically. I know it. At the end there. Yep. Mike even lit up a smoke. He's like, all right, let's smoke. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, Dad. Well, I think think that's it. I think that's it for this uh, edition of Dear Meathead, okay? All right. Have a great day. Yeah. Enjoy it. And think of me. Really seriously to how much more snow I got to shovel. Well, I know that you've got, with all the snow that you got there, you got to have some gigantic piles of snow on the grass. Oh, well, no. The the way I spread them is in the entire side of the yard. Okay, so. Are you, are you, uh, have you started your. Oh, so one of the grandkids came over and was helping you melt snow? I was playing in the snow. Okay, because I know you like to melt the snow, which is the you're the only person in the world that does that. No, I just shoveled it from whole driveway area into yeah. the yard. Okay. All right, Dad. Well, you guys are the best. I love you so much, okay? All right. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you maybe sooner or later. Okay, very good. All right. Love you, Joanne. Goodbye, people. I love you guys. Yes, yes, you do. They love you, too. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Okay. The cake batter question. Fuck. Uh, if, if, if you don't know, our very own Ben from the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast has suggested that he's tasted his own semen. <laughs> so that's uh, where that came from. Thank you, Mike. Well done. Holy moly. Megan loves questions about batter. Jesus. All right. Thank you to uh, Jason Mays at Jam Synthetics. Uh, On a serious note, um, our dear friend Jason Mays, he lost his father the other day, so, man, we're thinking about you. I am so, so sorry. I cannot imagine. God bless you and your family, and uh, I pray for your comfort. So, so sorry. Um, Rick from TC Paintball, he tipped me off. He goes, hey, you know, and I go, yeah, I did know that. I spoke with Jason about it, but I haven't mentioned it on the show, so I will. So there you go. Okay. All right. Because we're all one big happy family and we take care of each other. That's what we do here. Uh, Speaking of family, uh, Bennett Flooring Installation, Jacob and Jason, the cousins, teaming up to, well, my God, this is what I guarantee you will get. A uh, no small talk while they're working and a professional job installing your flooring. Not every installer does it this way. Uh, they do there because they want you to pay as little as possible, the cheapest way possible. And the cheapest way possible 
is to prepare your surface, rip up the old flooring, get the room ready the way you want it to, uh, buy your flooring ahead of time. I'll tell you where in a second. You have these guys come out, they measure the room, and they tell you exactly how much it's going to cost to put the new flooring in and go ahead and get a few estimates if you want, but you're not going to beat them. In fact, I, I suggest doing with Bennett the same thing you do with Joe Martinez. Go ahead and get a couple estimates ahead of time, and then when the boys show up to measure... If by chance they're not under the other two, and they will be, but if by chance they're not, just let them know and say, hey, Eric Zane said you're going to beat this price, and they're going to go, ah, that's a little trick. I like I like when that one comes true. Uh, 616-318-0167, BennettFlooringInstallation.com. You can follow them on Twitter, at FlooringBennett. Uh, they like to show these before and after shots. Do you have any carpeting in your house? If you do, my next question is, do you have pets? And if you answered yes, then the flowchart says, well, then you have carpeting that is soaked with urine and feces. You do. Oh, no, that's never happened in my house. No, it has. It absolutely has. It's gross. Uh, I think it should be illegal for people who have pets to actually own carpet. I think that's where COVID came from. Uh, 616-318-0167. Put some flooring down there, not carpeting. Okay. Some vinyl plank, perhaps. Buy all of your flooring. New sponsor. Uh, well, different sponsor. At Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Two stores, one umbrella. The main store johnson's carpet one floor and home it's like a showroom everything's fantastic sweet uh you come in they get you a drink uh you you uh enjoy maybe like some candy as they take you through the different options on a computer it's all fantastic and that's like any other flooring place but better because their people are better that's awesome perfect but what they've done is they have this enormous warehouse. Despite it being enormous, it could probably be twice as big. Okay. Zaniac Kent, drop the E out of you, runs the discount outlet. That's where Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home owner Darwin um, sends all of his mass purchases. He gets in touch with the bot, with the sellers, the manufacturers, and buys giant truckloads of different types of flooring the most popular brands. He knows they're going to sell. The manufacturers sell it to him cheaper because he's buying so much of it. And then you get the lower price. It's freaking classic. So the first stop is the discount outlet in Granville, Michigan, right by Little Caesars, right behind it on Chicago Drive. Go there and uh, check out what's in, uh, bring like a truck or a minivan so you can bring the flooring home because you're going to walk out of there with flooring. Mention my name, you're going to save 10% on what is already the lowest price around, anywhere, period. If by chance they don't have what you're looking for, then you go down the street to the main store. Buy it there. That's how it works. Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet, Chicago Drive, behind Little Caesars, Granville, Michigan. Michigan. Also, local, Bosco's Pub. That's where... Us Zaniacs meet. We meet at two places, technically. Um, but for these 
meetups where we enjoy the food and we, everybody has a drink, makes fun of me, looks at my moose knuckle pants and uh, on and on. Uh, we meet at Bosco's pub in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra square. Check them out for lunch or dinner, lunch, Wednesday, lunch and dinner, Wednesday through Saturday. When I say dinner, I mean, uh, lunch and then of course at about the time you eat dinner but they close whenever if there's people there they stay open it's one of those places this is like you walk in and everybody knows your name like cheers it's like that monday and tuesday they open at 4 30 not 11 30 wednesday through saturday they open up at 11 30 bosco's pub go there eat the food drink the booze i gotta go tinkle Okay, I'll be back in just a second. Don't forget dog puke. Hell, if you're at a a Zaniac's house, people puke. I did not go poo-poo. When are you going to play the Naked Gun piss soundtrack? You're right. You're right. I had it on my list of things to do. And then kind of cycled through let me put it on there again to do naked gun all right so we got o'neill and daisy on the couch bruce alone on that chair which you can't see he's going to move eventually probably on top of daisy Eric, get out of the way. Stevie can't see O'Neill. I'm sorry. I'm not going to move. I sent you pictures. Okay. Reason 8,547,325. Why Iran is the worst place in the world. Okay. Take a look at this. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, I'll link it up. Mm. What's going on here? This is um, Sahad Haydari. Sadad. Sahad Haydari. It's a man walking, got some skinny jeans on, no shoes. Looks to be a uh, normal looking guy. But he's holding something here. Don't know what it is. And, uh, yeah, yellow handle with red around it. Almost like he's holding on to the handle while holding on to a red scarf. So, like, but no, that's not it. We, we're we're going to find out here that that's actually blood. And what's blurred here is a head. He's smiling. He's walking through the street after he removed his wife's head. Mona. Hey, Dari. He cut off his wife's head and is walking. His wife was only 17 years old. And in the story, he hacked off her head and then immediately was walking around outside. My God. And look at this guy. He is so happy with himself. Wow. 
joking. Nick says he married uh, her when she was eight. You're not far off. Twelve. What really baffles me about Iran is this guy, nothing's going to happen to this guy. It's being described as an honor killing. Shocking video captured an Iranian man grinning as he walked through the streets, clutching the severed head of a 17-year-old wife. Now, when he's doing that, I, I mean, why isn't anybody beating the shit out of him? It's because these crazy Iranians are like, yeah, well, there's got to be a good reason for it. He had to, she had to have done something. The gruesome footage shows Sahad Hadari strolling through the neighborhood in Avaz, a city in the southwestern province of Khuzestan, on Saturday with Mona Hadari's head in one hand and a blade in the other. Mona, who is also Sahad's cousin, had been forced to marry him when she was 12, according to the Women's Committee of the National Council of Resistance of Iran. Boy, that's a ballsy group right there in Iran to have that type of uh, name. And I mean, they, I'm surprised they don't just blow up the building. She suffered domestic abuse, but was pressured to stay, stay put for the sake of their three-year-old son, even though she had expressed her wish to divorce this brute, according to the article. So she had the kid when she was 14. I mean, all of this, every single bit of this is so outrageous. Marrying the cousin at age 12, at age 12, that alone is something that, oh my God, what we would do here. Every time someone says that we are back backwards here and this is a fucked up country, it's like, yeah, you know what? Go to Iran. The teen finally escaped to Turkey but returned after finding it tough to live alone in another country. A few days later, Sahad and his brother tied her hands and, well, chopped off her head. Her body was dumped before her husband paraded through the streets with her head. Now, you're thinking, well, surely, surely, this will lead to some form of punishment. It's already uh, starting to turn in favor of the bad guy. A police official said the motive of, of the murder was, quote, family differences. No, not he's just a psychotic maniac killer. Family differences were the reason for the murder. Uh, this is Mona before her head was not part of this body. Looks like a very young, energetic, sweet, bright girl. The two men were arrested, but it was unclear what punishment they are likely to face. Abbas Hosseini Poya, prosecutor general of Avaz, the provincial capital of Khuzestan, said Mona had sent photos of herself to her husband from Turkey, and that had fueled his, quote, negative, em negative emotions. So they're already blaming it on her. She sent photos 
Hey, how you doing? I don't know what the photos were. Who knows? The women's committee said that, quote, not a week goes by without some form of honor killing making headlines. The clerical regime's failure to criminalize these murders has led to a catastrophic rise in honor killings. Here's our hero again. Look at this asshole. My God. It looks as normal as you and me with the exception of this giant knife in his hand and, you know, his wife's head. Kenny writes, the fuck does honor killing supposed to mean anyway? I'm not 100% sure, but I think it has to do with, um, like, her leaving like that would be, um, would if a killing took place, you could say, well, I was defending my honor. And it's a woman, so it's okay. In a report published in 2019, the state-run Shark Daily, S-H-A-R-Q Daily newspaper wrote that an annual average of 375 to 450 honor killings are recorded in Iran. The catastrophic rise in honor killings in Iran is rooted in misogyny and the patriarchal culture institutionalized in the laws and society. Although the father, brother, or husband holds a knife, sickle, or rifle, the murders are rooted in the medieval outlook of the ruling regime. Clerical regimes' laws officially denote that women are second-degree citizens owned by men. God. Meanwhile, the state-run news agency, Rachna, was reportedly shut down after it published the shocking video. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. My God. How is this even a thing? Absolutely outrageous. I don't even know where to go with that. You know, we, we're sitting here talking about defending Ukraine. I get that, too. I mean, but, you know, at some point, why don't we just invade them and bomb them? What a ridiculous place to live. Just start over. Bomb the whole fucking place. These are all things I can't say on Facebook. Just Chirpin Podcast, J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N.com. Here these boys are. Check them out. JustChirpin.com. Dues, Bellinger, Stefan, and Chris. Chris doesn't even play hockey. Notice that on his jersey, these strings are appropriately laced, unlike mine. The podcast about life, hockey, and everything in between. Just a bunch of dusters. That clearly have way too much time in our hands. We've been playing hockey with and against each other for years through competition. Friendships were born and new adventures began. I think that means they give each other HJs. We're looking to share our stories and experiences with you in hopes to delivering an experience you will remember and share with others. Sounds like it's thread po- Threads podcast uh, sprinkled in with hockey. Okay, what what is this? Episode... Dot I dot X I V. I'm not sure what that means. All right. Hang on a second.
Welcome to the Just Chirping Podcast, where we talk about hockey, life, and everything in between. Wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors here. Uh, first up, Pirani's Hockey World. Okay, hang on. Store for the hockey player. Next up, on your game pro shop. Uh, One mic's much louder than the other. You got to fix that. Skate detailing, tape, and accessories. Skates Pro Shop, skate sticks, pucks, and more. And finally, the edge skating, sharpening, and detailing. Thank you to our sponsors and our listeners, and we hope that you guys will visit our sponsors. And speaking of sponsors, let's get to the... Might want to do a more natural fade there. You can't just Kyle fade it, you know? I mean, uh, it's very abrupt and jarring. You don't want to do that. Giveaway. So we have a winner for last weeks the week before the last week's giveaway okay stop with the sing-songy no one talks like that okay no more sing-song talk okay no you don't want to do that you sound like fuck uh, which we'll announce here in a few minutes so and two weeks ago yeah it was about last week's last week so <laughs> last week's last week's giveaway so for the new giveaway from again, this is from Pirani's Hockey World, a little gift bag with some merch and some free skate shirts. What the? What was that? We have. Was that a body that just fell? What happened there, guys? Last week. So, last week's last week's giveaway. Okay, so, we have a winner for last week's, the week before the last week's giveaway. Uh, which we'll announce here in a few minutes. So and two weeks ago? Yeah, it was about last week's last week. So <laughs> last week's last week's giveaway. Okay, that's it. Those are my criticisms of the show. No more sing-songy. Work on the uh, the fade and fix your microphones so that one isn't 10 times louder than the other. Amanda says, when did Eric become a who are these podcasts? Well, it was just for a second. And I and besides, it allows me to make fun of them. Already asshole the day nomination for traditional Iranians. Agreed. Okay. But, but, but just chirpin.com. These boys are spectacular. I love them so much, and I appreciate them being a sponsor of my show. So, yes, I have two other podcasts that are sponsoring my podcast. Justchirpin.com. Support their podcast. Thank you so much. Again, I'm just busting balls. Show's fine. You guys do a great job, even though I'm picking on you. It's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. Um, an update on Alvin Kamara. This is the guy who um, running back, all-purpose back for the New Orleans Saints. Terrific. And uh, he was at the Pro Bowl in Vegas and afterwards went to a club. Some guy called one of his crew ugly and they beat the shit out of him. Kamara was arrested and... He might spend a couple of years in jail or nothing. I mean, he's going to have a great lawyer. He's multimillionaire. Uh, the guy who got the shit beat out of him is, um, well, he's he, he posted the pictures of himself and he suggested on his Instagram, I'm getting paid. 
So here you go. That's that's the dude. Uh, his name is Darnell Squirt Buck Green. That's his nickname, Squirt Buck. I interesting. This is what happened. He got the shit kicked out of him by this guy and uh, two or three others. They they stomped him in the head. His this area of his eye here is broken, like he broke his head. And I hope um, this isn't right after medical treatment because that's a terrible job because he's still got this open gash in his head and you know they haven't cleaned him up at all uh this is uh this is rough so this guy got the shit kicked out of him uh and and now <laughs> someone says of course his name is darnell Joey says he'll spend no time in jail. The guy will be, will settle for a nice chunk of change. And I think if, you know, let the ends justify the means. Um, I would take a good beating like that if it meant millions of dollars. Uh, I was reading one of my favorite uh, spots online, blacksportsonline.com. Reported how Kamara told cops after the Pro Bowl that a man called someone in his crew ugly and that led to the problem. The man also threatened to whoop his ass, and he took that as a sign of disrespect. And you know that in some circles, that is, uh, it's like Iran. You can you can do that. You think you can you can uh, beat the shit out of someone. You can't just let it you know slide. Kamara said he only beat up the man because he felt his crew was in danger, and the man and the man was running away. Wait a minute. So you said the crew was in danger. And the man was running away. That Well, that doesn't make any sense. Kamara was with Dwight Howard's ex-wife, Tia Cooper, at the time. Uh, we didn't know about that. Darnell Green, squirt back, has a different story. According to arrest documents obtained by the Times, Picayune, New Orleans advocate, the fight happened 6.30 in the morning at Cromwell Casino at Dreyas after dark club a man identified as squirt back told officers he was squirt buck that he was leaving the club is it squirt buck is it squirt buck or squirt yeah it is squirt buck it's a little a little weird uh squirt buck told officers he was leaving the club for the night and made his way to the elevators while waiting for the elevators he said he struck up a conversation with a group of people who were also waiting when the elevator arrived Green said he and the group began to began to the open doors when Kamara allegedly put his hand on Green's chest, stopping him. Green said he pushed Kamara's hand. Hey, don't touch me. Hand off his chest. And then someone pushed him, causing him to stumble back. After Green was pushed, he states that he was being hit and kicked by multiple people and loses consciousness, the arrest documents say. Police say the evidence backs up Green's version of events, which is why Kamara was arrested at the Pro Bowl. Cops didn't explain why they let Kamara play in the Pro Bowl. Oh, I thought this was after the Pro Bowl. No, when they had all the evidence by Saturday night. Meanwhile, Black Sports Online has tracked down uh, Squirt Buck's Instagram page where he goes by Squirt Buck. Mr. Green says he is the CEO of a party-promoting management group called We Got Action Management. I'll say. He's been showing off his his injuries on Instagram and all the news stories about Kamara being arrested. Flip the pages to check out his busted up face and him loving the attention. Oh, shit. Okay, so then it shows his 
face all busted up. Uh, and there's a news story. And I think on the Instagram post, um, there is a reference to him actually getting paid. Though I don't see it right here. I'm not sure what that means. Well, Squirt Buck posted this. Hang on a second. This is what Squirt, Squirt Buck posted. Is this supposed to mean they're getting paid? That's what I would do. If I just took a beating like that by a bunch of rich people, I'm absolutely going to go to my uh, Squirt Buck Instagram page and post either a picture of me dancing or some person dancing. I don't know if that's a meme or that's actually Squirt Buck. But, I mean, we're talking. That's worth it. I, I, I would embrace that. I If I, okay, let's say what happened is what Squirt Buck said, just minding his own business, and someone uh, attacked me like that for no reason. Knowing full well, if I then realized that rich people were beating the shit out of me, I would then um, call them racist names to try to get them to keep pounding me into oblivion, okay? And then, you know, knowing full well that the more you incense them with every blow, it's another million dollars. So you're going to say the worst things possible to try to get paid. Sound good? I mean, does that add up in your in your mind? I, I There is... Um, there's a, you know, seriously, the amount of abuse that you get has a cash value to it. Um, and I, I think that, you know, it, it would all be worth it considering you don't ever have to work again. Sure. You've got headaches for the rest of your life and you're probably going to gun down your family with a shotgun as the CTE settles into your toes. But for the most part, you're, you're golden, right? I mean, come on. So good luck to uh, Squirt Buck there, and uh, we'll keep following this. Holy shit. What an ass kicking that guy took. All right. Uh, I'm running out of time. Tag accounting, tag cpa.net. No matter where you are in the listening audience, I want you to consider having your taxes done from tag cpa. Troy Ginzer. 616-301-9516. There, I saved it. Um, no matter where you are in the U.S., so this is simple. You're going to pay him. Uh, I, I'm guessing the price now is about 100 bucks, maybe 125 It depends on the size of your return. It depends on if it's a simple return or not. Um it uh, that's that's what basically it boils down to how much time it takes him to get it done. But um, with that being uh, knowing how much you're paying it, it uh, seriously for the time you're saving and all of the things that you may miss if you do your taxes on your own. Oh, my God. 
skip the software buy, skip doing it on your own for a whole weekend, okay? Skip going to see a stranger in a strip mall to have your taxes done. Uh, anywhere in the U.S., upload all of your material to, uh, via his um, online portal, and he's going to handle the rest. Call Barb or PJ, who are working in the office right now, 616-301-9516. Please mention me, okay? You've got all your W-2s by now. At least you should. You're gathering up all of your records like Stu McAllister and your 1099s, and you're coming up with your expenditures and things you spent money on in the in the name of business. My God, all those great things he will ask you about, making sure that you're getting the most money back. Okay, and the next thing you know, your return shows up in your inbox along with the money in your bank account. 616-301-9516 for TAG accounting. Cannot forget about Horizon Hydroponics. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. Find them online. Um, buy whatever you want online and save 10% with the coupon code Zane Show. These folks specialize in purchases for anything gardening related uh, with an emphasis on cannabis. Horizonhydroponics.com. Let's talk insurance. My policy shop insurance with Frank the Tank Fuss. Okay, so you're a young mother, you're a young father. When I say young mother, young father, it, it, it's, you know, it's all relative. I'm talking about if you have kids. And uh, let's say um, one of you works part-time and the other one works full-time. Well, what's going to happen if the full-time income goes away because of something that is unexpected and terrible? As awful as that is, and you don't like to think about it, but still, it's a possibility. Wouldn't it be excellent knowing that if something uh, catastrophic happens to you, in the unlikely event that that happens, they are taken care of. My God. Reach out to Frank Fuss about an extremely affordable life insurance policy for you or your loved ones. And this is oh so simple. Call or text Frank the Tank at 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. And just inquire, Zane sent me. I want to know about life insurance. What do I do? He's going to send you a link. It's a scheduling link. You click on it and you tell him where you want to meet or if you want to meet by phone call or by Zoom at his place, at your place, in between place, coffee shop, restaurant, donut factory, ice cream, doesn't matter. Um, and then you fill out a little bit more information on the form and then you you pick the time. Uh, all the options. Thursday at three, you click on it. That's it. You're done. You have the meeting, he's going to get some information, and then he's going to figure this out for you. And his services are free. You, of course, pay for your policy, but his services are free. He's working to find the best policy for you. He focuses on another, uh, a bunch of other things too, Medicare, healthcare.gov. Um, what else? Oh, supplemental um, health insurance policies, but I don't want to talk about it here. 616-914-4070. A&E Heating and Cooling online at aeheatingcooling.com. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you so much. If you need an after-hour service call or scheduled maintenance or just a tune-up, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. And finally, Dumpster Divers. My God. 
Kyle will join us. Eric Zane, here's the deal, Eric Zane. Will join us tomorrow on the show, 616-375-9962. You're looking, thinking about a spring cleaning. You're going to need a dumpster in your driveway, but you need the right dumpster. One that's cheaper than everybody else, priced at a lower weight point. You will pay less for a dumpster diver's dumpster because I'm telling you, if you get it from the other guys, you can throw as much shit into you want into that dumpster and you're still not going to meet the weight limit that you're paying for. Don't do that. 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. Thank you very much. Kyle will join us. Eric Zane. Tomorrow on the show, the asshole of the day, the asshole of the day. Who's going to be the asshole of the day? Uh, Could it be me for yet another Facebook ban? Could it be Facebook? For giving me a Facebook ban. I don't know about that. Um, Failure at the gym to put up 190 pounds. We'll try to do better. We got an update on the NFK's colon. The Ham's Beer Shit Cannon did fire, but it can't be called the Ham's Beer Shit Cannon, and that might also have to do with his lack of regularity. Not drinking Ham's beer. He's not drinking any alcohol at all now um, because of the, of the narcotics he takes. He can't be mixing that shit. Uh, but his suggestion that a fat finger gets stuck up his asshole uh, was weird. St. Gasman. This is officially a conspiracy theory controversy. No go Joe. On the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. AWOL. Is it a suspension? Is it he's holding out because his feelings are hurt? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's sitting around coming up with another list of people to blame for being laced, uh, late. Laced. Being late. Who knows? But all I know, it's a no-go Joe. And if you think that it's just, ah, he's taking time off to uh, go climbing, you're fucking crazy. Dear Meathead, Stu McAllister joined us. Uh, Dad likes breaking up ice. Stu, yet another job. Yet another reason why Iran is the worst place in the world. Alvin Kamara. Just Chirpin' Podcast. Cole is kind of a patriot in uh, Colorado Springs. He doesn't like Justin Trudeau. Well, you're going to have to give me more than that. Chris suggests Joe is in rehab. You know, I thought about it. Maybe the reason why he got late was because he was pissed drunk again. That's been my first question uh, that I've wanted to ask Joe. Are you drinking right now? Ladies and gentlemen, Canadian Twitch guru number one, Don Collins, is in the house. Don, uh, he does have um, a dog in the fight with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Well, Okay, why? Is it because of the vaccine manda- mandate? Because if that's the case, uh, 
that's 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 a reason to love him. The van the vaccine mandate. I wish we had vaccine mandates here. I wish that at all of our homes there was like a digital checkpoint that you had to show a uh, proof that you do not have COVID before you take one step out of your house. And I wish we had installed on our vehicles the same device so that we would not spread this deadly disease anymore. So I don't know if I'm going to buy that. I think Justin Trudeau is an amazing leader. Donnie says, no, for not talking to the people. Hiding Trudeau is hiding all the time. Eh, whatever. I guess I don't know enough about it. Uh, Don, I can't express enough how wonderful this relationship is working out. Let me just say this. Don reached out to me years ago when I was days into podcasting and suggested I do the Twitch thing. Now, Truth be told, I was not capable of doing that. He wanted a couple hours. He actually wanted three hours every day. Uh, Don, his job is to get shows like mine on Twitch. He's contracted by the big boss, Amazon. That's his job. Headhunt, get shows. He thought mine might work. I said, nope, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Okay. And I was right. I couldn't do it at the time. Then when I started to get banned on Facebook for being an asshole, I had talked with Don a couple times in the course of three years leading up to this, that moment in September when I said, all right, let's do it. So I kept the door open and I said, Hey, are you, are you ready? Can I do this now? I can't, I still can't do three hours, but I can, I can give you two hours, two hours plus every day. He goes, well, yeah, we've softened that. It doesn't have to be three hours. It only has to be a few days a week. I go, well, I do five days a week. And he goes, all right, yeah, let's do it. And that was it, man. Uh, that happened quickly. So Don is the brain trust behind all of this. He's uh, helped me immensely. And you know what else is excellent? I started out uh, since the initial push of like 260 people that signed up on Twitch to follow my page on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Um, we're at about 380 right now. And I know it's slow, but it, it's consistent. I get, I get more every single day, just a, a two or three. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not fucking jumping with gigantic leaps, but it doesn't have to be just has to be consistent. So let me just tell you this. If you are listening to the audio podcast later in the day, or you're here for the first time, we're at twitch.tv slash live where that little tray is with the heart hit follow there, click that and leave it there and don't ever unfollow it. And if you want to watch the show live at 8 a.m. Eastern time every day, that's what you do. Now, this is super important because if I average 75 uh, viewers for every show for a whole month, and I'm not there yet. Hell, I, I only a few times I've gotten over 60, but it's coming. If I average over 75, I become what's known as a partner. And that's huge. This helps me in monetary ways. It already helps in monetary ways, but this is even better. Right now, I'm just what's known as an affiliate, which is cool, but I want to be a partner. So I would even suggest following, subscribing with Twitch Prime, which is part of your Amazon Prime account, 
which means you get the show without commercial interruption. You get to use a bit emojis and shit like that. And uh, that's free if you have an Amazon Prime account or you can sign up for five bucks if you want. It's up to you. But in the morning, put Twitch on and leave it on. I don't even care if you don't watch a fucking thing. Just put it on there. That helps me like you wouldn't believe. So that will uh, even quicker make me a Twitch uh, partner, which is what I want. So in the morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time, put me on Twitch. And I don't care if it's on your desktop, your laptop, whatever it may be, your phone. Do it. Leave it on there. That helps. I, I get that average above 75 and we're crushing it. Holy shit. Uh, more money for the podcast, more money for dogs, more money for roof overhead, all, you know. And what's beautiful about this is I can be as patient as I want to be because uh, you put me on the map by um, paying me on Patreon. You support my sponsors. I sell the sponsors. So there's not really a ton of pressure, you know. If it happens, it happens. I can be patient with it, but that's a, the key way how this goes on Twitch. That's how the whole thing operates. So, um, I wake six one six says you need to do more TikToks to get with the times. I don't know, man. I can barely wipe my ass. You need YouTube clips to grow. Got to work on those algorithms. Yeah, I, I get that, but YouTube doesn't pay me like Twitch pays me. Twitch pays me. I'm worried about one thing and one thing only, Twitch. Everything else can suck my ass. You want the show, you get it on Twitch. It's always going to be here. The asshole of the day. I went off on a Twitch tirade. Iranian head chopper. Can't believe that. That actually happens in the world. Yeah, I'm mad at my wife, so I'm going to cut her head off. Holy shit. Iranian head chopper gets it. That's your asshole of the day. It has to be. Joey Williamson says, I honestly am surprised you haven't been banned from Facebook permanently. Well, if I keep getting these bans, it, it will happen. It's, I mean, I've gotten now uh, seven or eight in less than one year. So it's coming. I just, I cannot, I cannot help myself. It's too sensitive over there. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I'll be back on Patreon. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. Slash Eric Zane. This officially ends the Twitch portion of the program. Next, I'll move over to Patreon. I would, I'd love it if you're listening to this and not a member on Patreon to go there and throw five or ten bucks at me to just try it for one month. One month. I won't let you down. Just not enough. Two hours is not enough every day. You need more. You need more. Don't miss out on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you, my friends. I love you. Rest in peace to Mr. Mays. Thanks for making such a wonderful son. Godspeed. Amen. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.